Hey. What's up, man? How are you? You there? How are you? There. Good to see you. How's your day going so far? Huh? So how's your day going so far? Good, man. Really good. Uh, just chill, man. Just nothing crazy. Did all my morning routine stuff and uh, I'm gonna go on a run after this. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'm on dating apps, and Hal's got me like inviting God in. How's that working on them? How's that working for you? It's fine. I don't know. <laughs> I matched with someone, and. I was gonna message them, and then they they unmatched they unmatched us. <laughs> Gotta hate that. This is what it is. I don't know what we did without the dating apps. Yeah, I'll be fine. Honestly, I, this is my last day on it. It's it's gonna expire my my uh, like the subscription or whatever. So I only did a month. It was nineteen ninety nine a month. You want to get started here? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Okay. That's good. Man. Keep, why don't we do the Trinity Prayer? Yeah, okay. Sounds good. God. God. Grant us the Trinity. Grant us the Trinity. To accept the things we cannot yeah, change. The courage, courage to change the things we can. And the wisdom yeah, to know the difference. Well, let be done. Uh, how are you doing today, man? I'm fantastic. My wife and my daughter went to Charlotte with my in-law, mother mother-in-law. So I'm uh, home alone and doing some projects and meeting with you. So we're good to go. Nice, man. Yeah, looking forward to doing a bunch of things on my list. So cool. Yeah. Do you have this um, this book, by the way, the 12, 12, and 12 for DA? No, I don't. I, should I get it? Yeah, it's really good. Um, I read over the step three just a minute ago, and there's not much to read in step three on in the book. but uh, Yeah, I saw that. I don't have the... Tw- it's okay. I should get it. And- yeah, it's really good. It's the 12 Steps, 12 Traditions, and 12 Concepts of Debtors Anonymous. I would... Okay, I didn't read these readings either. I should do that. Yeah, it's only two paragraphs. Let's do it. You want to start? Uh, okay. Yeah, step... Okay, step three made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step three is at the very core of the spiritual program of Debtors Anonymous, having admitted in steps one and two that we cannot solve our problems on our own. We learn that there is hope for our recovery from compulsive debting through a power greater than ourselves. We may have already begun to learn for ourselves what that power might be. In step three, we embark upon a new journey. Step Step three calls. I'll go for it. Yeah, step three calls um, for us to make a decision to entrust our will and life to our higher power. This in itself is an act of strength. 
We summon our courage and let go, surrendering our personal power to a much stronger and kinder guide. We are no longer alone. We move fully into recovery, asking the higher power of our understanding to guide us and take care of us. It is after taking this bold action many times each day that we have our first experiences of serenity. I like that. Yeah. I like the part about it. It's an act of strength, um, you know, to turn it over. A lot of times totally. it, it, it kind of comes across, I think when I first came into here, it comes across as like a, a weakness, you know, like, oh, I can't do it. Somebody else has got to do it. Yeah, totally. But really, an act of strength. It's saying it's more of a strength. And then on the next page, this little quote, it says, Every day I make the decision to surrender everything to the higher power. I feel more able to handle life on life's terms Mm. from the currency of hope. It's good. Have you answered any of these questions yet, or you want to just do them together? Yeah, I answered them all. Nice. All right. Um... Question one, do you feel your recovery from compulsive debting requires the assistance of a higher power? How yes. S- how, how so? Uh, yes, only God can save me from the learned behaviors of generational debting, or at least in my family of origin. There you go. Yeah. What is Surrender. What comes up when you imagine surrendering your will into your higher power's care? Record any thoughts, associations, or physical sensations that arise. Surrender is letting go, letting go, like letting things actually go. What comes up for me is peace and joy and serenity. I just drove by a license plate that said Serenity 8, infinite serenity, letting go, letting God, Jesus has it all. I let go and let him have it all. He's the king anyway. I don't know how my eyes work, let alone my blood flow, my heartbeat. He has all of that. Why would I try to control anything? I let go. I feel peace, release, love, self-love. That's awesome. Were these also written like a year ago? No, I just wrote them last night. Okay, cool. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Back on track here. There you go. Step three invites us to begin to view dependence or relying on something or someone as a form of strength. Explore this concept in writing. So I guess we're exploring dependence. Dependence. Um, Yeah, dependence. um, I didn't really expand on that much. But yes, I depend on God alone. No one else. God alone. Only God. God has it all. Not me. Dependence is dependence on the only thing that is worthy to depend on, God. Jesus is king. I I wrote also yesterday in my prayer, uh, he emphasized the kingdom, the power, the glory in the Lord's prayer, the kingdom. Like no one else, there's no other kingdom. It's like Satan has an illusional mirage and, you know... um, Bill Gates has what he thinks is a kingdom and, and you know, all these guys, they, you know, it's all fine. You know, Spielberg has, 
his own version of that, but it's not, it's nothing like what God's, God's kingdom, you know, and so dependence, dependence requires surrender and letting go and and faith and trust. Trust is a big one too. Mm. Just trust in God. So. Yeah, I think for me, it's, um, I remember when I was, you know, five years ago, this time, five or years ago or so, or, or more, it was when I was making decisions about things with the business or making decisions about what to buy, it was just, it sounds like a good idea to me, you know, and, and, yeah. and just go do it. Like I didn't, I didn't get into debt thinking I was here to screw it up. You know, like everything I was buying was for the business and for yeah. the family so I can better support the family, better support the business. And it's like, I would have knots in my stomach about it, you know? Like yeah. just be un- just be so up not like in knots about it, all my decisions, um, and I really think that's because I was doing it by myself, you know, and it kind of got me where I am today, which is it, you know, hitting rock bottom and then turning it over. But I don't know, something just was standing out for me about the whole act of when I was doing it by myself. I couldn't sleep very well. My stomach was in knots. I was trying to do it on my own. You know, I didn't have this trust, like you said. Yeah. What does willingness look and feel like to you? Willingness is saying, I'm willing to surrender. I'm willing to turn it all over to you. It's yours anyway. Willingness is saying, it's yours anyway. Have it. It's being open. Again, letting go, more letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, not being willing would be like fighting it, I think, and yeah, and not communicating with other people in the program, and not doing the numbers, and you know, just by doing the numbers alone, it shows you're willing. I think. What might yeah. you? What might you have? to give up in order to stop incurring unsecured debt. In other words, have you been attached to anyone or anything that has fed your compulsive behaviors about money? I give up control. I give up doing it my way. Um, I don't know. I, I said, you know, I'm open to feedback on this because if it's, I don't, I don't know. I mean, is it? Am I attached to anyone or anything that's fed my compulsive behaviors about money? Um, I was was in a relationship, and that was probably where some debting happened. But I'm not sure. You know. Um, so being attached to anyone or anything that has fed your compulsive behaviors about money. I was attached to my mom a long time ago, and I, I remember we stopped. I stopped getting money from her years ago. You know, like I think it was like 2014, honestly. But um, and it, you know, I think it's more anything. talking about like 
when you were first coming into the program, trying to cut some of those old old habits, you know, I think you're a lot farther down the road than when you first came in as far as having people and things that you had to do or things you had to buy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, totally. You know, some of those restaurants you used to have to go to to keep the... Yeah, to impress and keep the mirage, uh, you, you know, the, I'm a badass. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know? yeah definitely not. Maybe maybe my coffee, I don't know, I get a lot of coffee every every all week at these two coffee shops down the street, you know, but. Sure. <clears throat> the DA program uh-huh. enables us to become better at receiving and caring for the prosperity that higher power brings. In what ways is it difficult for you to ask for help from others about your money issues? Do you feel responsible for your money you have? Does the thought of handling large sums of money make you uneasy? Uh, I have become totally open to asking for help in my money landscape. God can have it all. I do feel like it is my responsibility to use the money I have with wisdom and in a way that is honoring to God. Large sums of money is okay with me. I feel like at this place in my life I'm prepared enough to take in large sums of money. Jesus is king over it all. I give it all to him. He can have it all. It's already his anyway. I'm willing to steward large sums of money. Um, yeah, I mean that... I, yeah, that's, you know, um, do I feel responsible for the money that I have? I feel like I'm responsible, I have have responsibility to use it well, um, and in a way, I do feel an esteem about having gotten to a place where some of these things are starting to unfold, you know, where it's like, a partnership with God on the journey of like good stewardship. Yeah. I think it, it also like the opposite of that is if you had a bunch of money, would you be able to receive it and care for it? You know, be good stewards of the money. Um, you know, it, it's amazing. Like, I don't know how people do it. that don't come in here and hit rock bottom. <laughs> you know, I don't know how normie normies, if you will, yeah. People on the outside of twelve-step programs, I don't. I really don't know how they have an appreciation for um, making a hundred grand, two hundred grand. You know, making a bunch of money a year and not just blowing it. Um, it's like I, by losing all that I have lost in the past and running up a bunch of debt or running up debt in, in general, it's caused me today to not want to do that anymore. And so it's like I'm I'm now ready and I feel like I'm able to receive and care for and be a steward of God's money if he chose you know, if he chooses to give it to us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Totally. It's like a big gift. Yeah. And it's like if I didn't if I can't track my money when I have a hundred dollars, how am I going to track it when I've got a hundred thousand in the bank? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. 
and I used oh. to just want to jump straight to a hundred thousand dollars, and I'd have just blown it away, you know. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but now that I've, you know, I kind of think about it like my my father in law knows that I, I track my money every day because my wife tells him. Uh, and I say my money, our money. You know, I check the balance and I do my numbers just like you do, and uh, and I feel like people um, people are willing to do business with people when they know that you're tracking your money and you're accountable for your money. It's like they want to help, not necessarily help as in like giving money, but they're willing to work with people if they know that they're tracking the money when they got four grand, they're more willing to work with you and, and partner with people, I, I believe, when there's 40 grand or 400,000 at stake. You know, it's like they're willing because they know you can, you're prepared. You have the infrastructure, as in like the spreadsheets and the tools. You got the tools ready to go to work, you know? Yeah. So I see exactly. that, I see that happening in your life now with you and these movies you're working on. It's like, I think people trust you more and I think that you're you could just tell more people are wanting to give you projects and work with you you know just one day at a time yeah we'll see yeah we'll see there's like such a waiting period with one of these things right now love machine yeah well not to get in the weeds about it but you know I'm happy to right now but you know like even that guy wanting to work with you Kevin <laughs> yeah you know like that wouldn't happen if you were not like if you were starving and your self esteem wasn't there and you didn't have money to buy food and things and you needed his money he wouldn't give it to you you know that's right he wouldn't meet with you and want to bring his partners on board if you were your self esteem was low because you had all this debt you know and you had all this baggage right. so Good, right. It's good stuff. But now it's kind of like the positive energy and the vibes of knowing that you're on the right track attracts other people to you and they're they're attract they're attracted to you. Uh, That's good. What is number 7? What is your response to the appearance of the words quote God and quote him in step 3? If these do not feel right to you, what words might you prefer? Do you currently practice a religion or spiritual path with a designated higher power? If not, would the concept of a higher purpose or mother nature or universal consciousness be more in line with your spiritual beliefs? Um, I'm good with God. Um, and, yeah, I have a practice and, yeah, no, no problem. It's a good question. I like how it's written. Yeah. Um, have you been willing to reach out to other debtors in recovery, regardless of the response? How could you commit further to the program by drawing on the support of your sponsor and other members? Yeah, I can. Uh, I could probably call more guys in DA. I call a lot of guys in SLA all the time, and. We, we have a lot of flow going in SLAA. I've got almost, looks like maybe a third sponsee 
yeah. which is all a result of all this work, you know. Um, Who do you normally reach out to in the Slaw program? Do I know him? Uh, I talked to, obviously, Hal, uh, Adam M., um, Matt M. Yeah. Uh, these are guys that are on Crossover NYC. Yeah, I know those guys. Um, and, and then... Um, there's some guys in the in the Friday night men's meeting that I've been talking to that call me a little bit. Um, then I have some guys on a Wednesday Sunday meeting that I talk to a bit. Um, nice. I had a good good one named John who I just who got into a relationship, but I just haven't heard from him anymore now. Mm. Good stuff. I haven't talked to Matt M in a long time. Hope oh, really? Is it? Wasn't he your sponsee? Eh, no, no. We okay. were at, at one point. I think we talked like three times, but it what it wasn't. I don't know. It didn't really go very far. Got it. He was in the. He was in the middle of a job change or something, and it wasn't top priority. Got it. It's all good. I just I don't see him on the meetings that much anymore. But yeah, it's all good. Have you been willing to reach out to other debtors in recovery? Oh yeah, we did this. Oh yeah, sorry. What is the differences between? What are the differences between compulsion and inspiration? Impulse and insight. All right. How do these differences relate to step three? What are the differences between compulsion and inspiration? Impulse and insight. Uh, compulsion stems from unconscious behavior. Inspiration stems from being conscious, being aware, being connected to God. When we turn our will over to the care of God as we understood Him, we become open to whatever and wherever He wants to uh, to do with our lives and take us anywhere. Um, yeah. Inspiration stems from being conscious. The consciousness, like the main... The consciousness is the Christ consciousness. So... It comes from the main hub of where where the, the throne room, Revelation 4, uh, inspiration can come from there. It comes from there. Uh, compulsion is coming from unconscious behavior when we're, when we're walking around asleep. And uh, we're compulsed to do something that is harmful uh, through this kind of unconscious motor that's still running. Um, once we lay down these unconscious motors and we start to allow God to go in, the compulsive behavior goes away. I realized this morning I woke up and I felt like the, the Lord was saying, and I had this dream, and that uh, the sex drive is the last frontier essentially to lay down, and then it has to be laid down and killed and totally dead like Jesus was on the cross for six hours and then dead for three days and then rose again, this death, burial, resurrection, this seed has to die to, to grow into a plant. Um, this seed, this old way of, old sex nature has to get, has to die. And then I've been afraid to let go of that drive. And it's dying. It's dying. It's being dead, it's being died, and it's dying. It's like, it's it's 
it's long enough away from the last relationship and because of good orderly direction and next right indicated actions, as much as I miss my ex and I miss, I miss that, I miss her body, I miss all that stuff. I've, I've had, it's, it's like time, it's a time equation and it's like laying it down and you know, so I'm just kind of in these like, I'm in the surrender, man. And I'm now I'm laying down masturbation, dude. Like, it's like, I'll share my numbers. I'll share my day counts so I can do it with some fellow right now. So I'm 15 days off masturbation. It's all 33 days off PNM. Um, it's huge. 695 days off sex. So it, it says in the, in the text, something to the effect of, you know, our, our bodies have to recalibrate. Yeah. You know, it's like they get so wound up on the sex drug and the hits that come from other people. Uh, that affirmation, the, yeah, it's like it takes that time of the redraw, the withdrawal to recalibrate the whole thing right to get back on a normal level I think is what you're saying that's right you know where you you've taken a break from long enough that it but the trick is to how do we reintroduce it you know and reintroduce it in a sober way I know that's the that's the tricky part I've got a I've got a sponsee right now that's um, went on a date last night and he's like, dude, how do I sober date? The date went well, <laughs> and uh, it's tricky, you know. I I like what Hal told you about inviting God into the relationship. That's very true. I don't know. Uh, it, it it it's hard to tell him. I've shared with him that. The dating plan, you know, uh, the the dating plan template, but it's a lot to put on somebody to to try to tell them to fill it out if they're not really willing to do all that, you know. But yeah, I <laughs> I have a dating plan, and it's hard. Um, it is. The long distance one is the one that I wanna I wanna erase, but I think it's probably healthy to to not be in something long distance. Also, dating apps are on there, so I think it's... T- I mean, I'm grateful it's the last day. Um, yeah. That'll be something to... How are you with other social media? I don't have Instagram on my phone, but I have been going on it on the internet, on online, and it's, it's, it's not even... It's like such a low-level drive thing for me. It's like not even really... Honestly, it's so... It's really just a distraction. Yeah. And today, like, my actions are uh, get up. I've been having vivid dreams. I've been meeting with a dream interpreter guy who's amazing. And so I've been, like, I've been writing them down immediately. And then I get up and then I pray and make my bed. And then I go into my reading, my morning reading, and I write my gratitudes, affirmations, and then. I do actions with Aki. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And so then, um, and then now we're meeting and then I'm going to go on a run and then coffee. 
and then probably make some breakfast maybe and then um, I'm going to work on the marine script and then a friend of mine has an afternoon gathering I may go over there before this this friend's dinner tonight her birthday so from church but you know I I I'd like to make sure the script is in a good place today. I think I think I could probably I could probably knock it all out. I have all the notes that they've given me. I finally got through all that. The initial anger. Two big moments in the last few weeks was one was Matt Bear's email about the notes that was just like I blew me blew me aside for a sec and then also this pass from Ryan Johnson's company on on Love Machine which I didn't even know we were going to but the good news inside of those two emails is one the notes were good they ended up being good good and two Ryan Johnson's company got the script because Matt's wife is Amy Bayer who's a very long time like big rom-com producer so they're you know they're married and like she's very aware of this project so she had her company send it over which is interesting to me it's like it's not technically they're working with us but they're like right there's yeah working for so, free because they're married yeah it's interesting it's interesting and then and then the third the second thing the second thing that happened was the other day I, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it but like um Lawrence and I were texting on uh maybe Thursday and he was like uh we were talking and on Wednesday and he talked about this production designer guy named Jason Kisvardi who did Everything Everywhere All at Once and he did Swiss Army Man the movie that Lawrence produced and uh Lawrence uh I said that guy sounds great for our stuff and he goes well we're trying to make a movie with him over at you know his other company that he's working with Spectre Vision with Elijah Wood and it just often feels like Lawrence is over in a cool at the cool table over there and because they have a star and they make cool movies and they really only focus on like cool weird genre sometimes even horror and it's just not it's like and they have a cool first look deal with Annapurna and I don't mean to mock but Anyway, I then, the next day we were texting, I said, do you want to follow up on this email about Caviar having a meeting with them? And so, he, and, and then in the same text, I said, also that guy you mentioned could be good for Love Machine. And he said, forget about Kizvardi for Love Machine. Forget about it. Like, as if, like, let it out of your... And then I said, I'm sorry, question mark. And then I just turned on my anger. My anger clicked. You know, I was like, sorry, question mark. You're the producer that worked with him, and it would be an easy, good shot to take, and why wouldn't we do that? And basically saying in this tone, essentially, through text, and he said, where's the disconnect between me being the guy who knows and me being the guy who's telling you to move on? And I just let it be, dude. I just backed off. And then yesterday morning after my worship set from 9 to 10, I just started crying in the corner like when the next person was on playing like I just let the Lord like I just got to soak and let these this grief happen because it was a grief like and also in the same night last on Thursday night 
I went to this, I met these guys, the He Gets Us campaign. They have like a billion dollars raised. Wow. I told you about this? No. You've heard of this yet? You'll start seeing these. They're, this is going to be Super Bowl. They have two spots airing, and they're going to start doing billboards everywhere. And they've got like Chris Pratt and McConaughey and three-year deal with Bieber and all these people. They were in town all week, and I went to the event on Tuesday night, met a bunch of them, met the guys, and then... On Thursday night, we were all hanging out, and at the end of the night, one of the guys was talking to my friend Caitlin, who started the Giving Keys, <coughs> and I know Caitlin, I've known Caitlin forever, and he was like, do you want to come to my, I have 50 tables at the, the Super Bowl breakfast, do you want to, to her, do you want to come, and he didn't extend it to me, and I just let it be, you know, and I went, I just went home, and the crying was all, like, you know, gatekeepers everywhere still. And I fucking, I'm sick of it. You know, I'm fucking sick of it. And it's all good. And I'll just keep going low and keep working steps and keep going to the meetings and keep sponsoring guys and like keep calling fellows and like praying and worship leading, all that stuff. And like, you know, going to the Lord with all this stuff. But like, it was such a two-pronged, like, it was three, four-pronged. It was all in the last two weeks, these, like, you know, this this exposure of, like, you know, you're Alex Bay, but you're not, like, you're not Alex Bay yet. So you're just this guy that's trying to make it, blah, blah, blah. All these narratives, I hate them. They're so ugly. I don't like any, I don't like it. It's not, and, and it's not, you know, to the guy in Ohio, it's cool. But I'm in competi- I'm in the competitive like business of with Scorsese and with DiCaprio and with Lawrence and with Matt Bayer and like we're all it there are levels, of course, you know. DiCaprio is quote quote at a different level, but we're not we're swimming in the same we're all this is like a soup that you know I am it wouldn't make it wouldn't be interesting to me and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be I, I why would you want to compete with like the man the minor league player you want to compete with the guys in the pros you know it's like so it's like and framing it as a competition is not super healthy either but maybe i mean it is it is in a healthy way a healthy competition i mean it is it is about winning the race right you know run the race to win like paul writes like so, anyway, I was pretty much hit, like, on all sides the last couple of weeks on this stuff, and it's, like, it feels like breakthrough, it feels like it's connected to, like, laying down the sexual stuff all the way now, and, like, just kind of, like, as an experiment, you know, it's not about, like, masturbation is bad or anything, it's just that, like, as an experiment, and as, like, a way of honoring God, and, and a way of, like, just kind of maybe trying to let this thing actually die finally instead of being a hook that I've had still throughout the entire recovery. I've always had like, I've always gone to masturbation and I think it's just time to lay it down. And um, I'm just interested in these movies going. I'm interested in my life having succession, success. Like I'm interested in having like the the plant flourishing. And yeah, I, I wanted to say, you know, this whole... My experience has been that the whole masturbation piece is so progressive. Like, th- whenever I would do it, the next day or the next 
hour, I want to go do it again. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, there is not, it's very hard to, uh, just, you know, isolate it and say, I'm just going to go do it one time. You know, it, it's the same obsession comes back so quickly with that, that, that it would, if I were to go smoke weed, you know, or take Adderall or drink this, but, uh, I was actually listening to Think and Grow Rich, and I've read the book a couple times by Napoleon Hill, and he talks a lot about sexual transmutation, about taking taking that energy that we would use and waste with masturbation and thoughts of looking at porn, and sexual transmutation is taking that energy and that, um, that creativity that we would put toward sex and put it toward our work or put it toward something productive. And he's, he says, those are the keys to success when people have master, wow. mastered the, the energy of sex and mastered the ability to um, transfer. It's about transfer and the energy that we would put toward whacking off and put wow, it. And transference. Sexual trans, trans uh, yeah, trans, sexual transmutation. If you Google yes. it, if you Google it, think and grow rich, sexual transmutation. It, there's a whole chapter on it. Okay. Uh, you can actually find a YouTube video. I watched a YouTube video the other day on it, like on just that chapter. It's very powerful. Uh, think and grow. It, it's like chapter nine or so in Think and Grow Rich. But he talks about how, like, even a hundred years ago, when people were working on this stuff, it's like. The the folk the guys that were successful were the guys that didn't waste their their creativity on the hookers, and didn't waste the creativity on the mistresses, or uh, you know they just turned all that and devoted it into their creative work, like they're like through getting rid of the the vibes through exercising and you know. But that yet yeah, turning those thoughts and those creative energies into that, and I think we're on the right track by the withdrawal stuff. That's great, dude. Yeah, so are you. Yeah, you, you're you're one you're, day at a time. Uh, if I may say you're in an acute moment that like requires a hell of a lot of diligence. So I'm, I'm me too. I'm praying, praying, and I'm here. I'm here. You know, I'm in the same boat. Uh-huh. Well, um, shall we pray it out? Yeah, but what's the last? What's the last one? Ten. That, that was it. Means, uh, what does it mean to not incur unsecured debt? It means to take not. It means to take on debt that isn't connected to a physical item or doesn't require any type of collateral. In other words, the collateral is invisible and actually more real and more potentially harmful. Or the soul. It's awesome. Yeah. We should. Right, yeah, man. God. God. Grant us the serenity. To accept the things we cannot change, courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That will not ours be done. All right, bro. That's awesome. I'll, Thanks, be, pr- man. I'll be praying for you. Yeah, man, we'll do it in two weeks again if you want. Okay, step four. Step four. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. This is a lot more complicated, man. Well, we're, we're knocking them out, dude. This is great. Okay. All right, bro. Hope you have a great day. Are you too, man? Peace. All right, buddy. Bye.